Welcome back to another episode of the Call to Cultivate podcast. I am your podcast host, Regina Coley, and thank you so much for joining me here today. We are in the midst of the Principles of Empowerment series, which is inspired by my book, The 12 Principles of Empowerment. We have been joining together each week on this podcast to learn more about how you can empower people in your home, your ministry, or your business. We are breaking down this concept of empowerment into some really practical steps that you can utilize to help empower someone this week. This week, we are talking about the principle of edifying so we can empower other people by edifying them. When we edify someone else, we provide moral instruction. We really get to step into this place where we're essentially nourishing who it is that they're becoming. We're providing a space and a place for them to come and be filled This looks like when you're looking for fulfillment when you sit down to eat. You just want to have something that's nourishing, that feels good. Most people want to have something that fills them up. When you are edified, you feel full, you feel equipped, you feel energized. It says in Romans 15 too, let each of us please his neighbor for his good leading to edification. It's easy to be selfish But we want to recognize that there are so many opportunities to practice selflessness towards others. We get this time to really build up our brothers and sisters. And we have this wonderful opportunity to do that every single day. We can edify people with love, which means that we're just showcasing the love of God to people. That means that we're doing that in such a way where we're not bringing judgment or bias. And I can't stress that enough because people do carry that with them. And if we don't address it, we won't be able to suppress it. We need to address the fact that you will always walk into situations with some type of bias or stereotype that's been developed over time through your own personal experiences. And we have to learn how to suppress that when we're working with other people and specifically working with them in love. It says in 1 Corinthians 8, 1, now concerning things offered to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. Love edifies. Keep your focus on how to edify with love. Now, what does love do for the other person? Do you know what love is? Do you know how it's expressed? All of these are really great conversations and things to think about and question in yourself as a cultivator because it's going to guide your, your practice of empowering other people and edifying them. Without thinking about these concepts intentionally, we just kind of do things the way that they've always been done We do them to the best of our level of understanding. But my job as a cultivator is to challenge your way of thinking. It's to challenge you and encourage you to dig deeper in your thought, to dig deeper in your actions, to dig deeper in the things that you are doing. I don't like surface level activities. I think that people are very simple. And I think that we do things to make ourselves feel good. Like, hey, I told them a good word for the day. Where's my golden sticker? You don't get a golden sticker for doing that. We want to, and we have a responsibility. That's number one. We have a responsibility to the people around us to lift them up, to be kind, to love our neighbors like we love ourselves. That's our responsibility each and every day. It didn't say if your neighbor was good, if your neighbor was bad, if you liked them, if they cool, if they look like you, if they think like you. It just said love your neighbor like you love yourself. So what could love do for the person once you do that? 
And how do you express love? Everybody views love differently. Another way that we can edify another person is with our gifts. So the first is with love and the second is with our gifts. My spiritual gifts are teaching and exhortation. I spend a great amount of time learning how I can teach other people and how I can exhort other people. But what does that mean for my ministry? What does that mean for my business? What does that mean for me as a mom? What does that mean for me as a wife? Because it's going to look different in in all of those situations. The way that I approach them, the length of time is totally, totally different. How am I taking and utilizing the gifts that I've been given? We should all be using them, your gifts, my gifts, to edify the body of Christ. Because it says so in Ephesians. We're doing that so that we can be equipped to do the work. We should be focused on the gifts that we've been given and actually try to understand them better. Once you get understanding in your gift, seek wisdom to enjoy this beautiful opportunity to edify other people with the gifts that you've been given. I always stress to people that a gift is not a gift until it's given. And you're not given any spiritual gift to harbor that gift. You need to give that gift away. And that means that somebody else is benefiting or gaining something from you, from the spiritual gifts that God has given you. Each of us has a spiritual gift, whether you feel like you've utilized it or not. We all have been given them. It is up to you to utilize your own knowledge, expertise, and personal power to understand what that means for you and how you are going to use it. So I focus today on two areas for you in terms of edification is learning how to do that with love, and then also in sharing your gifts. So much of what I love to do as a teacher is just study and read and learn and study and read and learn and research. I can do it all day long, and in fact, I do. But for some people, that's tedious. It's annoying. They don't have time for it. They don't want to engage in it. And again, it's a reason why it's a spiritual gift. It also just happens to be an area in which I'm talented in in, in profession, But my spiritual gift takes that and elevates that to a different place for me. Um, And I've learned that over time simply from studying people whose spiritual gift was teaching. I studied teachers in the Bible. I studied exhorters in the Bible. How did they do this? Who did they talk to? How did they travel? What were the things that they said? What did they repeatedly say? I just study all these things and I look at them extensively because I need to be able to have someone to model after. I want to make sure that I'm doing things uh, at the right caliber. Again, we always are pushing each other towards excellence. So I'm just sharing with you some of the things that I do to hopefully encourage you to do the same. Take some time this week and evaluate your spiritual gifting. I always encourage people, take a spiritual gift assessment. Start there first. Identify what your spiritual gifts are. Uh, I do believe that those things change over time. I think that they change and they go, they come and go in various seasons of your life. Um, for me, I've noticed a difference uh, as I've gotten older. I've noticed a difference as I've gotten more mature. In terms of the things that I've strengthened and gotten more intentional about and have just come to fruition over time. And you may notice that yours have stayed the same or they, they may be different, totally acceptable either way because we've been given multiple gifts but all I'm challenging you to do this week is to use one of them (laughs) don't let them die dormant use one of them this week and dig deeper into what it means to actually have them and also how you've been expressing them in action 
Because again, it feels good to be inspired. It feels good to be empowered. It feels good to be encouraged. But if we're not taking action, then what are we doing? So I want you to take action this week on that. I don't want you to edify someone this week in love. Whether they've cursed you, whether you like them or not, whether it's that crazy coworker you can't stand, doesn't matter who it is. Edify someone this week. Just build them up. Build them up with all the love inside of you because we never know how you can just simply melt a whole person's cold heart with your words. And I've seen it happen. So I want you to just take note of that. Write it down what you're telling people because you may come back and start to just write down all the miracles that are taking place in your own life on a day-to-day basis. I want to teach you so much more about edification because I just simply love the concept. But I want you to get your own copy of the 12 Principles of Empowerment. You can have it on your bookshelf to look at and evaluate over and over and over again. Uh, Also, if you think that somebody else could benefit from this series or this book, please share this resource out because sharing is caring. You can learn more about all of these principles in the course over at reginacoley.com slash empower. Continue to join me for the rest of this series on the principles of empowerment right here at the Call to Cultivate podcast. Until next episode, take care. And now it's time for the Called to Cultivate podcast, the podcast that understands your call to educate, elevate, and enrich the lives of others. Please welcome your podcast host, Regina Coley.